this ambo is made of wood, and that's the truth. I could believe within myself that it was made of steel or marble or something, but that wouldn't change the fact that it's made of wood, because that's the truth. And that's kind of the nature of what the truth is. Well, actually, I, I could go and buy a steel ambo and replace this one, or a marble one, and that would change the fact. But to call something the truth is an, is an even more profound thing, because the, the truth that Jesus is risen um, cannot be changed, even if I wanted to, even if I wanted to believe something else, um, even if I might disbelieve it with all of my heart. The truth that Jesus is risen and that he is Lord of all creation, um, that he is God um, and has overcome death, that truth, there's nothing I can change about that truth. It is, it is absolutely fact. It is kind of the ground of all existence. And this is the sort of confidence that we see in Peter and John in our first reading today. They know the truth of who Jesus is and what he's done, and they can therefore stand boldly in that truth, and they can act boldly out of that truth, and that's why they've healed this man. And we see today that they're, they're arrested by the Jewish leaders, and they're put up before them to, to make their case. And Peter can speak boldly and confidently in the Spirit, knowing that this is the truth, that Jesus is their Lord, that he has overcome the grave, and that there's no other name by which we can be saved. There's no other truth that we can claim. Um, whether they accept it or not, this is the truth, and Peter and John know that. There's a certain detachment that they have from defending the truth in this case as well, um, and even on whether the Jewish leaders accept it or not. It's like, this is the truth, whether you believe me or not. This is the truth, whether I can adequately express it or put the right words on it or refute all of the arguments that you might throw against it. And so if we can be convinced of the truth of who God is and who Jesus is for us and what he's done, then in our efforts of evangelization or of witnessing the faith to others, we can have this sort of detachment. And we don't have to kind of argue and fight tooth and nail to defend the truth um, as if it might fall down if people attack it. But no, this truth is solid and untouchable, and it is true. And even so, it is true whether the person that I'm arguing against or talking to believes it or not. And it's really, it's up to God and his grace to reveal that to their hearts. And hope, hopefully he can, he can put eloquent words in our mouth, but it doesn't change the truth if somebody remains obstinately opposed to it. And so we can take something from this example of, of confidence and um, kind of detachment that we see in Peter and John. But also, even for ourselves, sometimes faith can come very easily for us and we can, we can you know, know that Jesus is our Lord and we want to love him and we want to lean into that truth and we, we accept that truth fully in our hearts. But sometimes it's not so clear and we can doubt a bit um, or we can actually, in our lives, move away from living out of that truth. But that still doesn't change the fact of who God is, who Jesus is, and what he's done for us. And 
if we've, if we've really encountered who Jesus is and what he's done for us, then we will recognize when we, when we kind of come back to that. And I see this in our gospel today where um, Peter and the other disciples, have they, they had encountered the risen Lord and then they'd kind of gone off to Galilee and hadn't seen him for a few days. And they're like, what do we do? We'll just go out fishing. <laughs> Seems like they've just kind of gone back to what they knew and what they loved. But then when Jesus turns up, and particularly for Peter, when Jesus gives them this miraculous catch, which harks back to that first moment that Peter met Jesus, he recognizes and knows that this is Jesus and that Jesus is the truth on which Peter had set his life. And so in, in our life of faith, yes, we, we want to respond and affirm this truth that we believe and we want to be able to live in it and live out of it. Whether we're, whether we're feeling it strongly today or not. But even our affirmation of faith always requires uh, an attitude of receptivity in our heart. It's not that I'm, I'm coming to the church to, to show God that I believe so that this can be true and so that God's love for me can, can exist. But really by professing our faith, by placing ourselves under this truth, we're opening up to God's life and God's power to enter into our hearts, to, to enter into our situation. By aligning ourselves with the truth, we're bringing ourselves into that reality of relationship with God and being open to letting that truth sink into us and transform us, transform those around us, transform that situation in which we find ourselves. So let's... Be open to God's truth today and as we meditate upon the resurrection throughout these 50 days of Eastertide so that that truth can truly transform us and that truth can truly transform the world.